Welcome to Sound Off Queen, a podcast about life, love, and empowerment. We're your hosts, Jamie, Jenny, and Courtney. Are you ready, Queens? Let's do this. Listen in. Period. Let's sound off. Hey, Queens. How are you all? Hey, Hey, Courtney. Courtney. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. Well, trying to get adjusted to this crazy weather, but hanging in there. Well, that's yeah. good. Hopefully, you know, it's pretty soon it'll be nice and warm and we'll be forgetting about this uh, early spring weather. Yes. Mm, yes hopefully. Yes. They said April showers brings. May flowers. flowers. Did we even have any showers this month? I had showers yeah. today. Uh-huh. Spring. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I just see pollen. I just yeah. see pollen everywhere. Oh, yeah. She's been that's on the true. moon. Speaking of weather, isn't today gonna be like a super is it a super full moon Mm, a super full moon what's that yeah i've heard of it before but i don't know exactly what it is so i was thinking maybe we could bring somebody who can explain it to us a little more what do you guys think about that let's do it it. let's Let's do it well that's great because today we have with us melissa richardson who is an astrology enthusiast and wellness junkie from the dc metropolitan area as the owner and creator of zodiac freak melissa combines her passion for self-care and wellness with a natural high vibe ingredients to promote healing for the mind body and spirit melissa is also the creator of queendom a community and events-based platform dedicated to connecting, supporting, and empowering women-owned businesses. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Hello, Courtney, how are you? How are you, ladies? Hi, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. So yeah, so we are here today because we want to chat with you and learn about this super full moon and some other things that you can teach us about your businesses and just, you know, astrology, a little bit of everything, because you got a lot of knowledge. Oh, yeah, I got a little something. something. <laughs> <laughs> so how we like to start off every episode when we have our guest speakers join us, we like to ask, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a younger queen, Melissa? So I'm going to sound a little old when I say this, mm-hmm. but I am glad that I was raised in the 80s and 90s before social media Mm. because we didn't have to worry about I mean we had enough pressure on us as is but we didn't have to worry about likes and follows and looking a certain way and being positive all the time all of that stuff so I feel like right now there's so much pressure not just I mean on us overall but especially on the young women Mm -hmm. um so if I could give any type of advice, it would definitely be to not let social media dictate your um, self-value, your confidence, your worth. Don't let it validate you because it's, it's not real. People mm-hmm. only show you what they want you to see. Yes. So like when you see a couple, a picture of a happy couple, you don't know what it took for them to get to that point. Um, when you hear people talking about being a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, being their own boss, you don't know what it took for them to be their own boss. Like there are levels to this. And I just think that you need to not beat yourself up. People need not to beat themselves up and write their own story and create their own magic and not let social media do it. 
for you. Yeah. That's really good advice. I definitely agree. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you talked about so many things that we have touched on already thus far with most of our episodes. So you just summed that all up into one. And I love it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, Melissa, we had a couple of past episodes and we're talking about self-imaging and Mm -hmm. how people are, a lot of young women are now choosing to alter their bodies, you know, permanently. And so that's a great point. Just like you said, self-reflect, Mm self-love and just self-esteem. Like I'm definitely glad I wasn't born in this era. Generation Z, a little millennials too here, Mm -hmm. but you know, it is a different time. Yeah. You know, you got to know yourself. You didn't have anything influencing you or influencers making you think you have to judge yourself against judge yourself right. against them. Mm-hmm. The only people you had to compare yourself to was Laura from Family Magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or who else? I'm trying to think of who Tootie. else there was. Tootie and Rudy and, and Janet Tootie. Jackson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were so I, I don't want to say homey, oh, but you wholesome. know normal. Yes. 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 Like the clothes that. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, Melissa, I have another question for you. Okay. What is one of the most common misconceptions about astrology? So when you think of astrology, like what is the first thing that usually comes to mind when you think about astrology? Zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think about the stars and the moon. Right. I do think of that too. And how that influences your zodiac sign. Hmm. So, so when you mentioned zodiac sign, mm-hmm. most people know the zodiac sign because you know your birthday. Right. That's the easiest thing as far as astrology. That's all that most people know. But your zodiac or sun sign is just a small part of who you are. So when I say that, I'm saying that we aren't like these predestined robots bound to a certain life because I'm born under a particular sign. Mm -hmm. Not all Scorpios are freaks. Not all Aquarius are commitment folks. Um, Not Not all all Gemini are two-faced. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So it's not, it's much more, astrology is much more complex than that. It's very vast. It's not that easy, not that simple. So I always encourage people to get a natal birth chart read because Mm. that goes into more detail about what makes you uniquely you rather Mm. than just, oh, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a Gemini, you know, I'm an Aries. Like, I mean, it's more to us than just that. That's why it explains why we're not all alike, because there are different aspects to us. So is that the natal birth chart? Is that like when people say I'm a Gemini rising Scorpio so that, that's a I don't know little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit. So like you have your rising, you have your sun, you have your moon, you have the planets, um, you have the houses and you have their relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's very detailed. That's why I always say, you know, reading your horoscope, it's fun. It's funny. It's entertaining, but mm-hmm. it really doesn't mean anything. Go to an astrologer, get a detailed um, reading, and then you'll start to understand things more. Nice. Are you saying, Melissa, that I wait, I'm waiting every year for my birthday and I cut out in the horoscope section? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> my, don't believe you're going on this day. <laughs> don't and I take it and I post it on the refrigerator. It's not worth anything. <laughs> don't believe the hype. Do not believe oh, it. No. 
Yeah. Get a reading because it'll be more um, genuine. It'll be more authentic and it'll be catered to you. Um, And there are a bunch of resources online that you can get one for free. It won't be customized, but there are a bunch of links online that you can, um, websites that you can visit for. Nice. (laughs) So another misconception that maybe people have, and this is um, a question that I have is, How does astrology and Christianity, how do they go together? Because sometimes when I do dabble in astrology a little bit, very basic level, like the stuff you just told us not to do, like reading the horoscope, right? And so sometimes I wonder, is there, is is it wrong? Is, is it bad? What do you think? So yeah. I'm, I'm not religious. Okay. Um, so I can't say if it's wrong, if it's right, but I do know that there are several references of astrology and other metaphysical concepts in the Bible. The three mm. wise men were said to be astrologers. They followed mm. the wandering star, star in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, you have references for crystals like topaz and jasper. Mm. Celebrations and feasts were held during new moons and full moons. I think there were references on multiple references on uh, herbs like frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. So it's really all based on your interpretation. Everyone's going to take it differently. What I think is important is for people to understand that astrology isn't a religion. It's not a religion. It's not even a belief because it exists whether people believe it or not. Mm. I think what people need to understand is that astrology essentially is a tool. And I think it's God's way of seeing a plan that he has for us mm-hmm. um, and understanding that plan. Because I, I, I honestly don't believe that God would create these things and not have us use them. Mm, he wouldn't create crystals. He wouldn't create herbs, um, the moon, the stars, the sun, if he didn't want it us to use it for our benefit. So. Wow, that's a that's a great way of thinking about it. Absolutely. I, that changes my perspective a little bit. Thank you. So with that being said, we we kind of see how astrology and Christianity has some links to it. What do you think is the importance of knowing and understanding astrological events and how does that link to self-care? So, I think like I said, astrology is a tool. It's Mm going to, it's like, it's our own blueprint. Mm. It's going to show us how to live our best life. Mm. It's going to show us opportunities where we need to grow, where there's drive, our strengths, our weaknesses, our communication styles, what we're attracted to, and so much more. And I think just like we go to a doctor, not only when something is wrong, but whenever we need like our annual physical or we go to our dentist for a checkup, we go get our car checked up, we go to all these different people for different things. Why not look to astrology as an additional resource? It's just like, for instance, I don't watch the news, but I'll watch it if I'm going into the office. I'll watch the news because I want to know if there are any traffic delays or want to know about the weather. So I need to know if I need to bring an umbrella. Astrology is not about fate. You know, it's not about, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow or I'm going to get married in five months. It's about possibility mm-hmm. and potential. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't live by it. It's not something that every day I have to check to see what's going on, mm-hmm. but 
whenever I feel like I need to know what's going on, I look to it as a resource. And that's mm. true. Yeah. So that's way, I think that's how it helps. Like I know when Mercury is in retrograde, I know not that I'm not going to buy anything, but I'm going to be extra careful about what I buy. I know I'm going to be extra careful about it my traveling plans, um, careful about backing up my data and any other thing that has to do with travel or technology. Um, again, not that I live my life by it, but I do use it as an additional resource or two. Makes sense. To me, doesn't that still correlate to your sign or, you know, as in the zodiac signs, does it not steal? Could it not steal mirror, you know, your particular sign based on your birth order or when you were born? Could that the sun or the stars not line up a certain way to make it fact, even though you said it does not. So does that make sense what I'm saying? I kinda get what you're so mm-hmm. your your sun sign is just a small, small, small part of you. Some people believe like your sun sign has is nothing. It's not important. It's not important. Okay. But it's just a small part of okay. what makes you you. There are there's your sun, your moon, your rising, Venus, Mars. Pluto, Uranus, your houses, and again, how they work together collectively. So all of that helps explain mm-hmm. things. I don't really think like your sun sign can can tell you a lot of detailed information. It's just small information that you can get from that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna read some more. <laughs> I mean, you. astrology is very bad. Get a like better understanding. As soon as you uh, yeah. think you know something, it's just like it's something else. I'm going to take the, uh, some type of astrology <laughs> 101 or something level. Looks like recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I also, does the, okay, does the moon have any effect on mm-hmm. our behaviors? Is that a, is that a myth or is there any truth to that? So in astrology, there is an expression as above, so below. So basically whatever that's happening in the heavens will impact this here on mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, your sun sign represents your conscious self. It represents your ego, your personality, your energetic field. And your moon also represents something. The moon represents our subconscious self, our self that we don't necessarily expose to people, our emotions, mm-hmm. our feelings, our deep desires. So the sun, your sun sign, sun signs change every 30 days. Moon sign changes every two to three days. So for instance, uh, my sun is in Sagittarius, but my moon is in Cancer. They're complete opposites, complete opposites. So whereas Sagittarius, if I'm hurt by something, I'll probably be hurt for like two minutes and then like, okay, I'm over it. But my moon in cancer, and remember, I don't know if you know this, but cancer is ruled by the moon. It's home in the moon. So um, whenever a sign is ruled by that particular planet or home, you feel mm-hmm. it more intensely. So mm-hmm. because my moon is in cancer where it's ruled, I'm gonna be more sensitive. I'm gonna be more emotional. Mm-hmm. And cancer is ruled by a crab, the crab. So when I'm hurt, I can either retreat in my shell or I'm gonna get crabby and defensive. Mm-hmm. So in astrology, yeah, um, our moon sign or the moon is does have some significance in how we how we are, how we act, how we react to things, our emotional side. Hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. 
I just didn't know into that detail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, wow, I, that's I, so interesting. Yeah. I wonder, like, you ever had one of those days where everything is just going wrong? Mm-hmm. Is it possible that that has something to do with where your moon and your sun are in their cycle at the time? Well, it may not be where your moon and in your sun are at the time. It may be where the sun and your moon are at the time or where your where the moon and your sun are at the time, if that makes sense. Where where yeah. those luminaries are tra- uh, traveling during the time in relation to your chart. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because like you said, sometimes there are times where, you know, things like you said, Something that you used to make you upset is mm-hmm. like, oh, that's not yeah. a big deal today. Or yeah. the exact opposite, like something that usually you wouldn't even care about is like, oh my God, why is that? <laughs> why am I overly sensitive? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That definitely makes a lot of sense. So that is, and that's kind of like the information that you can find on your birth chart. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to find so yeah. your birth chart or your nail chart. Mm-hmm. They're both the same thing. Nice. Okay. Now, I know that you spoke a little bit about an astrological event. You gave mm-hmm. reference to one before. Am I correct? That's Mercury, Mercury. being in retro- retrograde, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give a little transparency moment because you guys know I like to give a transparent <laughs> moment. So Melissa had put this information out one time on social media that Mercury was going to come into retrograde. Now, I didn't know anything about it, didn't understand it, but I saw it. Mm-hmm. And right around that time frame, there was a friend of mine who was applying for a position and had gotten the position and was literally on their way to the job, had done all of the finalizing of everything, right? And then all of a sudden, never heard back from the people ever again. Now, this was supposed to be a government contract position that was given, went through the background check, all of that. Mm-hmm. And literally, it was just like there was no contact ever again. She was reaching out. She was trying to get in contact with the people and then nothing. And so then after a while, like, I think maybe a a couple of months had gone by and then, or maybe not a couple of months, but maybe like a few weeks had gone by. And then she put something else out there about Mercury retrograde and that it was getting ready to end. And these are the things that you should stay away from during that time frame. And this is why it could impact. And as soon as she said that, I read it. And in there, it was just like, stay away from new job moves. And literally, this young woman had risked it all, put all her eggs in that basket during that time frame to go for this job. And unfortunately, things did not fall through. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. So, you know, it's just amazing to see how astrological events, how -hmm. she was saying it could be a blueprint and how it plays into some decision makings. It may not necessarily have to be your full guidance on making decision factors, but definitely a tool that you can use when maybe you you have the itch to look for a new job. Maybe you want to wait till after Mercury retrograde for you to apply for something. So I just wanted to put that little tip. Yeah. She's good now. She's, she's gainfully employed, but she definitely went through that. And I was like, that's what happened to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so what about so the other astrological event is the super full moon so what can you explain that to us to the people that don't know anything about it like yeah me? so monday will be a super full pink moon um the moon won't be pink but native americans used to give new moons and full moons names so they can keep track on the times of the year and the season. Mm. so that's where um this moon Full moon got its name from pink, I think pink moss or moss pink okay. flower, but a super moon. So this one will be a super moon and a super moon is when um, the moon is close to the earth. So it appears bigger and brighter, although it's not really bigger or brighter. It's just mm-hmm. closer to the earth and it will be in the moon of um, sign of Scorpio. So um, anytime anything is in a water sign, you're going to feel more emotions, but when it's in Scorpio, it's going to be deep, like deep. (laughs) Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto and Pluto is represents um, death, rebirth, evolving, um, transformation, metamorphosis. So this is um, a great time, a great opportunity, usually, okay, before I get to all of that, a full moon is a great time to reflect. It's a good time to reflect and um, think about things that have happened between, you know, that month or whatever time period you want to reflect on. And then to figure out what's no longer serving you. Mm. So this works well with the Scorpio moon because it's, you know, a rebirth. So you're thinking about, okay, what do I want to go into this new month, this new cycle um, with? What things do I want to leave behind? What attitudes do I want to leave behind? What behaviors? Maybe it might be something stuff that I watch on TV or movies that I watch, um, might be people, foods. So this is, doing a full moon is a great time always to release what no longer serves you, but right now is definitely a good time to, to do that even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever it's a super moon, things are more amplified. So you may be feeling like you're on an emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. um, but just understand that it's only for a limited time. Um, and you so see that, so that you said- <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's going to affect, it's not a particular sign or birth order no. or anything? It's so, so all of us, it's in the atmosphere. Well, see, what happens is, I know there are some astrologers who like to do the post on, okay, this is going to affect your sign. And No, to honestly find out how it may or may not impact your sign, you need to, and I'll send you the website link. There is a way that you can find out where the moon will be traveling in your house. And okay. Your house is a whole nother level which house is traveling in. There are 12 houses mm-hmm. and that's how you find out, okay, how it's going to impact you is to find out which house it is traveling in. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry if I'm confusing you guys. I know. Oh, it's just deep. No, it's and deep. That's, it it's just so show. deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to, it's a lot it's to a learn. Lot to take. It's in, so interesting though. Yeah. It's Especially just, just levels. and When it goes and it's specific to you, which is mm-hmm. what I'm getting is that pretty much you have to start with that birth chart at least mm-hmm. yeah. so that you can understand yourself first. Yes. And then from there, then you can start learning and adding pieces on it to learn about the other right. Right. aspects of it. Right. Right. If you don't know you, how are you going to understand exactly. the rest yeah. of them? And it makes a lot of sense because when you think about the fact that there are 12 zodiac signs, there are definitely more than 12 types of people. Yes. 
So I used to always make this like comparison in my high school. There were like four of us all with the same birthday, same birthday, same birth year, all of that stuff. We were in the same grade. And I was like, we are four completely different people. (laughs) And I could, and at that point, I didn't know about the, the moon signs and the Mm -hmm. houses and all that kind of stuff. So I just figured, I was like, oh, this is not, this can't be real. Yeah. Yeah. We're all so different, but it makes a lot of sense when you explain it like that. But I'm, I'm guilty of it myself because when I meet people, I'll ask them what their sign is and I'll already automatically have like these stereotypes in my head. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're this or you're that. But I mean, it's not one size fits all with mm-hmm. astrology, so. I, honestly, I was analyzing um, some males in my life. They're all Aries. Uh-oh. And, and, I, and I honestly could say two were similar. And then there's one particular Aries that just does not fit in with the others. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't have an ego problem. So look, I <laughs> he, he's totally different than the rest of them. So that explains some things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow, so interesting. Okay, I thought I knew it all. There's more to learn, Jamie. I, I see, I see, I see. Now, if I was a beginner and starting to use crystals mm-hmm. a little bit, how would that benefit myself So or, or others? So we know like everything is energy. Everything gets off some type of energy, and that includes humans and even crystals. Mm -hmm. So crystals have their own energy, and when we connect with them, they bounce to us, so we tap into their energy. With crystals, there's so many crystals. There's so many um, different benefits that they all provide, Mm -hmm. and just like astrology, there are different levels to crystals i think the best thing to do is i have a good book on crystals actually i have crystals for beginners which is a good book but i wouldn't do too much like researching because then you're going to get overwhelmed what Mm. i suggest for people is to go into a crystal shop i have a crystal shop like right around the corner crystal fox which is a great place um they have tons of crystals different shapes sizes um textures I suggest go to a crystal shop, hold crystals. What um, speaks, pick up what speaks to you. Don't feel Mm -hmm. like you have to do pick up something because someone else has it. Go with what appeals to you, hold it. How does it feel? And then go from there. Maybe Mm -hmm. you might purchase it and then you want to do your research from that way. Now, if you don't have a crystal shop that's near you, there are a couple of crystals that I recommend that would be good for a beginner. One of them would be clear quartz. Because clear quartz gets off a high vibrational energy mm. and it can be matched and paired with any other crystal. It works well with any other crystal. Amethyst, I got my amethyst, which is one of my uh, one of my favorites. Kind of makes me think of lavender because it's purple. And yeah. it's funny because it has its relaxing and calming um, energy that it gives off. Mm-hmm. And it also helps you tap into your intuition. Mm. Um, rose quartz, which is one of my one of my like number ones. Um, I keep it in my in my pillowcase. It is the universal crystal for love and friendship. So whenever you feel like you need more, um, I carry it around with me. Citrine, um, citrine, um, which helps enhance um, self esteem and then also um, prosperity. So mm-hmm. those are some uh, great uh, great crystals to start off with when you're learning the ropes to crystal healing. Nice, oh, that's great. I have a part two to that too. So for the beginners, 
you hear the words always is charging your crystals. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? So one of the things that when you, whenever you get a crystal, you want to make sure that you cleanse it. Um, and you can cleanse it by um, not putting in the water. There are some crystals that you don't want to put in water. You either want to use one of the singing bows to cleanse it. You can cleanse it by moonlight under a full moon. Mm -hmm. um, you can smudge it with sage or another smudge stick. But those are how you cleanse it. And how you charge it is by, again, you can cleanse it and charge it by moonlight. So like right now, you can't see it, but I have all my crystals on the ledge. And I, I usually just keep them there until I feel like I need I need to use them. Mm, okay. Yeah. Oh. No, okay, so you just part, sit it in the moonlight and that'll help. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So part three to the same question for the <laughs> beginners about crystals. But the fact that we are about to go into the super pink moon, mm -hmm. would this be an excellent time to put your crystals out for recharging? Oh, or? definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, this okay. Uh, full moon is always a perfect time to charge your crystals. Okay. Nice. Perfect time. Yeah, okay. no better time. I'm taking my, I'm taking, I'm my, taking notes. my notes. I'm taking my notes. Oh yeah, put mine <laughs> on Monday. Because <laughs> yes. yeah. I recently bought, purchased some crystals and I'm trying to, you know, figure out the oh, correct yeah. way to, to handle it. And you told me don't put them in water, but yeah. I did that already. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what happens if you put them in water? Does that cleanse them or lose the power? There, there are some crystals that are, that you can, but there are some that, do not belong in water. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that book has all of that information in there too. Don't tell me which ones. I'm going to just. <laughs> what you need ignorance, to know they're not working ignorance anymore. Ignorance is bliss in this case. <laughs> my my crystals are a beginner. So they, 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 they'll forgive me. Let, me. let me do over. You didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cordy. I just felt, I just, um, I'm a, I'm a, um, sometimes I'm a germaphobe and I was like, oh, let me just wash these off. <laughs> so no. But if she puts it in the super, uh, super moon or uh, full moon, there's no way to recharge it after she's cleansed it with soap and water. <laughs> <laughs> I think some, like I said, some crystals some just, crystals cannot, cannot. Okay, yeah yeah <clears throat> okay well we believe courtney's crystals yeah hopefully are the the right ones you chose the ones that needed to be washed mm -hmm. so you're good i did i did yes <laughs> don't laugh at me too hard melissa <clears throat> it's too funny so one of our queens actually hipped me to moon water what are your thoughts on this practice and are there any benefits to self-care so i have honestly never done the moon water thing and I think it's because I live in an apartment and okay. I can charge it I mean I don't have a balcony I don't have, really have an outdoor area I could put it on my ledge but I just prefer not to do that mm -hmm. and I probably just found out about it maybe a year ago so mm -hmm. it's still um, new to me but I can see why people do it um, because we know how there is an energetic connection between between water and the moon I mean we see how the ocean tides are affected by the moon mm -hmm. but there's a connection there there's an energy connection there so it's believed that if you charge water you'll get that energy from the moon in mm. the water um so during a full moon which is the perfect time you leave a jar a cup of water out 
um, by moonlight and you can add any other rituals like meditation or prayer. Um, you can add crystals, which is another important thing that you want to make sure that you program your crystals. If you're using it for crystal healing, if you want to add that to your water, just make sure you program the crystal and that the crystal is safe to go into water. And uh, if you want to add any natural herbs, that's, that's good as well. You leave it in overnight and then you can use that water the next day. Maybe you want to water your plants. Maybe you want to clean your altar. Maybe you want to add it to your ritual bath or maybe you want to drink it. But mm. those are some of the um, usage for moon water. Wow. So yeah. Melissa, let me ask you, and you can tell me if this is too personal. What is your personal full moon ritual? Like, what what, what are you gonna do on Monday? So I love, like, I love <laughs> looking at it. Um, I normally like to do. I normally like to take a bath, put some bath salts, relax a little bit, and then light some candles around. Um, some Palo Santo to preserve the good vibes, and then I like to write a list of things that no longer serve me. And then when I write that list, light it up and let it burn. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's and it does sound like that's a relaxing time, but also you're like you say, you're leaning into the full moon and getting that energy from it. So it's like a two for one. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. But it's important too to to feel like you don't have to you don't have to do something because it's a full moon. Like there are some times where it's a full moon where I don't have the energy in me to do any rituals. Mm-hmm. And I think it's best that way. If you feel like, you know, you can't go give it 100% or even 80, 90, don't do it. Just mm-hmm. relax and you can do it the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The question for you, if you do charge some water on mm-hmm. a full moon, do you need to drink it immediately? Oh, I don't think you need to drink it immediately. But like, you might charge you know what I'm saying? It. I'm not being funny. <laughs> yeah, charge it. You need to, you know, consume it immediately. Does it lose the power? Not you know, that I'm aware of. Again, like I, I've never okay. done it. So I don't want it. But I don't mm-hmm. think like it loses its power if you don't power. Okay. It okay. Effects. Okay. 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 I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We really are. So we're still talking about the moon. We're talking about crystals. Does the full moon have a dark meaning? Can you explain why people act so aggressive or uh, it does, I'm going to use the word aggressive or just not normal. It's like a different energy. You know, it's it's funny because I had a friend and she was she wasn't into astrology. I don't know how we got on this topic, but she told me she, she used to work in the she used to work in the school system and she told me, Melissa, I know when it's a full moon. I can't. because the kids mm. just are off the wall. Yeah. And I think like our ancestors knew that the moon had some influence on us. And if you're in tune and if you, if you follow it, then you kind of get a sense of that it does. The word lunatic is derived from, <laughs> oh. <laughs> from the Latin word luna, which means moon. Right. And I think, I'm not going to say people get crazy, but, you know, I've, I have read reports that, you know, that, that there are, there's an influx of, of hospital visits, 911 calls, people getting jail during full moons. It's called the lunar effect. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. And anytime you give them sugar, they gonna, they're going to be off the wall. So I, I, I haven't been locked up. I haven't been to the hospital during a full moon. But I, I, do, I do see that, and I have witnessed that 
emotions are heightened because a full moon is a very powerful time and it's, mm-hmm. and it's potent. So if the moon rules our emotions, what do you think that's going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to feel more emotional. And if people don't get a grip of their emotions, then something might be bound to happen. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily always mean something bad is going to happen during a full moon. Right. It can be an emotional time. Dang. I have noticed that. And I've said that before. I said, oh, my goodness. At at my place of work, that the energy is just different Mm -hmm. when I'm interacting with certain people, maybe even some coworkers. Mm -hmm. But it just seemed like (laughs) this is just an unsettling time. Yeah. And my uh, mother... She's from the South and the, and there is some Native American heritage and they used to get these ca- um, calendars and the calendars all had the different moons. Oh, the phases. On the dates. Yeah. And it would tell you like a half moon, full moon, and it had some wording beside it. So it was really interesting, I guess. I don't have something to do with the South or Native Americans, or, but it was interesting. It did have some purpose. Each day had something on there if it was a moon or not. I remember that it had the full moon, half moon, quarter moon. Nice. So the other one left, the twin left. <laughs> yeah, I replaced myself real quick. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney left. This is Courtney. <laughs> Courtney with a K. <laughs> So, Melissa, you Mm -hmm. are a big advocate for self-care. Tell us a little bit more about your business to encourage this. So my business, Zodiac Freak, I I started not as a business first. It was as a platform for Zodiac enthusiasts like myself and those who are new to astrology, like to connect. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I eventually added the shop to it, but it's, I added the shop to it, not really as a, uh, oh, you know, let's, let's make some money at the shop to it. I was actually working a very stressful, fast paced, very demanding job. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point where I was either going to snap or I was going to quit. And, mm-hmm. you know, I needed to keep my job. So I had to find a way to cope and to manage mm-hmm. um, stress. So I started to bring like my crystals all my crystals I would put on the ledge of my desk. I got a diffuser and um, put lavender oil in my diffuser. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got home from work, I used to make my bath salts or bath bombs so I could relax and decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for me, that was a way to help me manage my stress. Aromatherapy was important for me. I couldn't sage smudge my office, you know, I couldn't do nothing like that. So I would create like a spray um, mm-hmm. to help diminish all the negative energy. And so after that, I started to share some of the things that I made with my friends. And then I decided, okay, maybe I should share this with more people. Uh And that's when I decided to add a shop element to Zodiac Freak. And there just kind of like took off. That kind of took over the blog and most of the astrology stuff that I was working on or that I initially had set or planned for Zodiac Freak. So my whole thing with Zodiac Freak now is to help people, women, incorporate a little bit of self-care in their daily, weekly routine. Everyone, I mean, self-care for people doesn't always mean the same thing. Doesn't mean always mean getting your hair or getting your nails done. It could be, you know, an extra hour of sleep or reading a book or a glass of wine. For me, it's taking a bath. I love baths. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that experience with others. Nice. Oh, wow. And what a great way to actually add that to 
your rituals, if you're charging crystals, if you're getting prepared for the super full moon or the full moons, she has all of the elements <laughs> for sale so that you could actually create that ambiance during that time to help you relax. If one of our lovely queens want to find you, how can they get in contact with you? They can find me at my website. That's ZodiacFreak.com or on IG and Facebook at Real Zodiac Freak. Nice. <laughs> ZodiacFreak.com. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to tell you, this might take us off subject, but I was going to ask, you know, when you talked about your, you know, your workplace and everything, I used to take a mirror. I had it a dual purpose one was to watch who was coming behind me in case I need to, to close down my screen at work you know maybe I was watching something maybe looking at my zodiac sign right <laughs> but I, honest I felt that I was repelling negative energy out is there any truth to mirrors I, I promise you I use it as a shield to block negative energy coming into my space you know what I'm gonna have to look into that because okay I don't know, but it's very interesting. I, don't, I might have to have to put a mirror in my desk. I'm telling you, dual purpose. I was like, oh, mm. and then I just felt <laughs> honestly that I was blocking negativity. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you had that mirror because you were vain. <laughs> no. No. Honestly, I honestly, I that was that was my pro, my thought process. <laughs> You're just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we, we learned something new today about yeah. JB. <laughs> I'm taking all the practices in, and I love taking a bath. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to take a bath on Monday. I'm mm-hmm. going to charge me some water and I'm going to look at my crystals. Melissa, I know that you had an opportunity to talk to us a little bit about Zodiac Freak, but in your bio, you also, we also talked about Queendom. Could you tell us a little bit more about Queendom and what that is? Yes, definitely. Queendom is my baby. When I, um, started out with my business, I really, I didn't have any friends who were entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have any resources or people to really go to with questions. So I had to learn as I went along. So I created Queendom because each time like I would do a pop-up event, I would meet another entrepreneur, another entrepreneur, another entrepreneur. And we were kind of like all in the same boat, still trying to like navigate and figure things out. And I created it as a, you know, a venue, a place where we could connect, share resources and share ideas and also a place where we could, a a platform for us to showcase our talents and services. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that was the birth of Queendom. And we haven't been together since maybe a year ago, over a year ago, March was our last event right before the pandemic. But once things get back to normal. I can't wait to connect with the girls again. Nice. I've learned so much. I'm going to do research and some homework and I'm going to take my bath on Monday during the super full moon. I'm going to charge some water mm-hmm. and I'm going to take all this in and practice and put this in a daily practice in my life yeah. and share Don't this. Don't forget to talk. write your list. And write my list. Right. Yeah. And I do that in a sense when you want to, get closure for a problem, you write it and burn it and just to have closure yeah. as well. But I'm saying Zach, just love it. Love, 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 love all your ideas. I yeah. also wanted to add during the new moon, the new moon, um, the new moon. It's, wow. it's the beginning phase of the lunar cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, new moon, you can't see it. It's dark because the moon doesn't emit its own, own light. It's 
reflects the sunlight. That's how we see the full moon. But a new moon, since it's the beginning of a lunar cycle, it's a fresh start. It's a good time to write your intentions um, mm. for the month ahead. And when you write your intentions, you be detailed as possible. Don't just say like, you know, I want a car. What type of car do you want? Um, what color do you want? What do you want, want it to have? Like all the features, be as detailed as possible. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. And so when are we expecting? Is, oh, go ahead. <laughs> when are we expecting a new moon? They're always two weeks apart. Always two weeks. Apart. Okay. Yeah. So the new moon is May 11th. Nice. Okay. May 11th. Got May it. May 11th. Mm-hmm. So full moon is for releasing and new moon is for bringing in new. Yeah. New beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I'm, li- I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm gonna put my <laughs> crystals on my window. So I, I got, I have to make my, my rituals as well. Yes. yes. Like you said, it's so important to determine what works for me. Yes. And how it'll benefit me. So I'm yes. gonna, you know, take, take some of the things that you said and, you know, I can't burn anything because I will burn my house down. <laughs> <laughs> St. Courtney's gonna take a bath with her crystals. <laughs> Jamie, be quiet. <laughs> well, we had a wonderful conversation yes. with Melissa today. I hope that you queens out there have definitely gained some more knowledge in reference to whether it's zodiac sign, some ways to enhance your self care. Mm -hmm. something to do as far as your crystals, your moon water, setting intentions, letting things go. There were so many gems that were dropped today with Melissa and we really appreciate her being on today. So thanks for listening in to another episode of Sound Off Queen. We'll see you later. Bye Bye, everyone.